At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you, Brent Musburger. Hour number two of the Circuit Friday Football Invitational on tap. Doug Kazarian, the leader, joins us tonight. Doug's been in the lead the last uh, few weeks. Right now, he is 36 22 and 2 against the spread, total of 37 points in the contest, 6 4 and 2 on his best bets, and a narrow lead. Doug, no time to relax. You really can't sit back and uh, think you've accomplished something at this point because you've got some uh, sharp pros on your tail. Chuck Edel, Jeff Whitelaw, James Salinas, and then uh, your colleague at ESPN for this month, Chris Felica, the Bear, and uh, Paul Stone, Randy McKay, Mark Lawrence right there too. So you've got a lot of sharp guys on your tail. You know, that's what it is, but it's a good possession to be on rather than having to catch some of those guys, right? So uh, ridiculous. October hanging out in November got me into this spot. My original goal was to survive the first few cuts. We're there. <laughs> now all we can think about is a nice, warm green jacket. That's all I care about. And, and I, I told you the other day I would wear it for a week on air. That's right. Derek Stevens also going to design a uh, green jacket for the winner, and I, I believe he was working on a trophy too, and also that uh, the giant check if you win it. And uh, I know that you love the giant checks, Doug. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't? I would get one for zero dollars. Oversized <laughs> checks are the way to go. You, you've got a giant check coming for the William Hill uh, College Football Contest. So congratulations on that. Finishing uh, with two entries in the top ten. Follow him at Doug ESPN, sports betting analyst, also on the Daily Wager Show. All right, Doug. Let's talk about uh, some of your top plays. Some of the plays that just missed your card this week. And I'm going to start with uh, the Mac. And uh, we had some excitement in Maction today on a Friday. Uh, but tomorrow you're going to go with a game that's uh, drawn some, I'm going to say some steam, some uh, some sharp action here to drive Toledo up to a three-point favorite in the MAC title game at Ford Field in Detroit on Saturday morning. You're taking, uh, you're going to lay the three with the Rockets. Yeah, this line moves all about the quarterback position, and both starters have been out for a couple games. But it looks like Toledo's Daquan Finn's going to come back now. He's a dual-threat stud. He was. Second team all-Mac behind Ohio's starting quarterback who's out for the year, Curtis Rourke, Nathan Rourke's brother. Uh, so if Finn comes back, very dynamic, dual threat, total stud. Tucker Gleason's fit, filled in fine, but Finn makes him that much better. I think that's what prompted the steam. It looks like he's going to go. Now, Ohio's won and covered eight straight. <laughs> They've been on a roll. Now, majority of that is with Rourke, but Harris, C.J. Harris, the backup sophomore, who's been who's done a nice job, but I think – 
he's looked good in a couple games. They've more been situational. Like last time they played Bowling Green, who had just clinched bowl eligibility, kind of came in giant, like at a giant flat spot. And Harris did some nice things. And I think there's now film on him. So his passing is very limited. He's dynamic runner, but I think Toledo's going to be ready for that. And he's, he has limited with his passing, and I think that'll be the difference. So I'm going to lay the three with the Rockets, but it is tough fading a team that's covered eight straight. Yeah, the Bobcats, nine and three against the spread. Like you said, they've been on a roll, and uh, but you're going to bet against the Bobcats here. Toledo minus three, and I know there's been some sharp money on that Toledo side this week. Doug, before we get to two more of your plays, let's talk about one that just missed your card. And there's going to be a lot of eyes on this game tomorrow. USC is now out of the playoff picture. We'll see if TCU gets knocked out in the morning. If that's the case, I think we're going to see Alabama and Ohio State in the three and four spots. Uh, or four, or you can flip those. I don't know if it's going to – I don't think, Doug, and I want to – let's get your theory on this. So let's say TCU gets beat. I think the playoff committee is going to put in Ohio State and Bama. I would think they don't want the Big Ten teams to play each other and the SEC teams to play each other. I would guess we're going to have an SEC-Big Ten matchup in each semifinal. How do you think this might play out if, uh, if uh, T- Texas Christian loses in the Big 12 title game? Well, I think a lot depends on how TCU loses, right? If right. they get blown out, then they're out. But I think if they lose a nail-biter, I mean, their strength of record is number one in the country. They should get in, in theory. But it's the committee and they tend to talk out of both sides of their mouth week-to-week basis. So I'm a believer, and I said it earlier this week, I said someone, you know, some book hung Bama at 90-1. to I grabbed them 80-1 to and also 50-1. to uh, They're 30-1 to tonight. I really don't think it's that crazy that Alabama could even leapfrog Ohio State. And everyone's like, well, there's never been a two-loss. We're not talking about the beginning of time here. We're talking about less than a decade. And <laughs> – right. After the top four, let's say you're in that room filling out the ballots. Do you really care that much? It's just like, all right, let's just, let's just get, get this over with. They redo it every week, and there is slight precedent for this. 2014, Mississippi State and Michigan State were idle the final weekend. After that weekend, one leapfrogged the other like three spots, even though neither played that weekend. And it was, about, it was for like the sixth spot, so it wasn't a big deal. But it is a big deal. I think it mattered for the New Year's Six. So the committee will change their opinion on a week. Now, a lot of it could be Ohio State maybe's resume got worse if Michigan doesn't look good against Purdue or something like that. There's the transitive property and things like that. I just think we need to pump the brakes on dismissing Bama as definitely behind Ohio State. Now, is it likely? Of course not. But I think there's a path, and it started with USC losing tonight. Another big domino could fall with TCU losing. But even if TCU doesn't lose, there's a chance. I'm not saying it's likely. But there's a chance, and the beauty of having a big Bama ticket is if they get into the playoff, the power ratings-wise, they're only underdogs to Georgia. So you can easily play out of that instead of having like a super long shot where you're going to be an underdog in both games. You know, there's a a larger discussion here to have. I was talking with Ed Salmon's Westgate Superbook Oddsmaker yesterday. I said, Ed, if you put Bama and Ohio State on neutral fields against each of TCU and USC – uh, how big how big is the number in favor of Bama and Ohio State? He says if all their players play, it's double digits. Now you know it's going to be north of seven. Let's put it that way. Because Doug, how many times have you heard somebody say, "Let's put an odds maker on the committee"? And if that's the case, then Alabama and Ohio State would be the three and four teams, not TCU. I know. It's. it's I mean, I look. I wrote a column about it three, four <laughs> years ago, so I've yeah, certainly yeah. said it. But I, you have to have the games matter, right? Like they do have to matter. Um, and I think. We have, it's just an inefficient sport. That's the beauty of it. But, I mean, USC is, what, 60th or so in terms of defensive efficiency? And we saw it really, really exposed tonight. Now, some of the issue tonight was Caleb Williams being hurt in the offensive line. But for the most part, like uh, their coach said, the better team won tonight. I, I understand that. But at some point, sometimes, sometimes the team is a paper tiger. And that's Ohio State. They can have all the recruiting classes in the world. They can have all the power ratings in the world. But if they get exposed by Michigan, now it wasn't really that much of a beatdown. It was a one-score game with about eight minutes to go. But still, they lost, and that has to matter. So I I understand the power ratings and all that. And and it proved right last year in the national championship game because Bama had just beat Georgia, and then Georgia was favored. 
And everyone's like, I don't get it. They just play. It's like, well, let's see what happens. So the power ratings are important, and having an odds maker's opinion is important, but the games do matter as well. And look, everyone's been fading TCU all year, and they've all been wrong. And TCU's taking advantage of uh, some backup quarterback situations on opposing teams. K-State, one of those games. Wildcats led 28-10. to Top two quarterbacks went down. Third stringer comes in, throws a pick on his first pass. A 28-10 K-State lead turns into a 38-28 loss in Fort Worth. Uh, by the way, I agree with what you said. A lot of people are saying no two lost teams ever made it to the playoffs. Well, we're talking about 10 years here. And Alabama, by the way, lost on the last play of the game twice. So it's not like Bama's got a – On the road. Yeah, a couple of – it's not like there are a couple of black eyes on the resume here. And also, you're talking about power ratings. Don't forget about TV ratings. Alabama, Ohio State, a lot more powerful than TCU. Talking about this game in the morning, uh, you said K-State just missed your card. You were thinking about playing the Wildcats as dogs. Why did you not uh, play it? And why do you like uh, K-State? Yeah, look, just like you said – I don't think people realize how good of a team K-State is. They have, they're have 10th in the country for a reason. They're top 15 in defensive efficiency, top 25 in offensive efficiency. And to your point, they've had some issues with the injury, particularly the TCU game. They were up 28-10 on the road against a very good TCU team. So I feel a little dirty because I like this TCU team. I picked them a couple times in this very contest. I had a minus eight and a half against Texas Tech. But I think this would, be, would have been a play more on K-State than against TCU. And I think the Purple Cats have the right recipe to beat them at full strength. And I think they're the better team at full strength, so that's why I like them. Yeah, I like K-State as well. That, uh, that game just missed uh, my card here tonight in the uh, Friday Football Invitational. Uh, you and I both have two big dogs here, LSU plus 17.5, Purdue plus 17. What do you like about the big dogs? You know, it's, it is an interesting handicap, and I have a column coming out tomorrow, and I actually got a quote from you in it. It's both both teams that are favored are in the playoff and obviously they want to win the conference title. It doesn't mean they're not going to try, but let's face it all year. They've talked about winning it all. And certainly Georgia will have maybe a worst taste in their mouth, having lost last year's sec title game and may have not approached it the right way, knowing that they were in the playoff regardless of the outcome, but they were still playing Bama and it got beat. So maybe they bring it, but LSU I think is a pretty good team. I don't consider LSU the team we saw last week, the real LSU team. And maybe it's not the one that beat Bama and went toe-to-toe and was excellent in that game. Maybe it's somewhere in between, but it's a big number, dynamic quarterback. But also, this Georgia team, they are, at their best, the best team in the country. That's inarguable. There's a reason they're not on favorite, minus a buck sixty to win it all. But they haven't been as consistent and dominant in all the games. They obviously struggled with Missouri. We're a money-line dog in that game on the live in-game in fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Then they also kind of had, had struggled against Kentucky. Their offense can hit, hit a rut. Even Kent State, they had issues. But I understand that happens. It's hard to be perfect. Games aren't played on, on a video game or in a vacuum. I, there's just – you can move the ball on their defense, unlike last year, and their offense is just not as potent as it could be. And I think that's tough when you're laying 17 and a half. Purdue, we know about Purdue. Every game involves Purdue, you take the underdog. That's just what they do. But particularly Jeff Brom has been great against top five teams. And they're going to let it rip. And 17 is a lot, a big number against the Michigan team that could steamroll them or play like the team that played Illinois the week prior to Ohio State. Right. And Blake Corum, Michigan's top running back, out. Uh, Doug, hold on here for a couple minutes. We're going to talk about your two plays in the NFL on the other side with Doug Kazarian. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber, and you will get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show host and guest. You get betting splits, daily betting reports, upcoming college football bowl guide, and Super Bowl betting guide. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers also get a $30 credit to the VSIN store where you can buy a slick t shirt with Brent Musburger's face on it right there. Check that out. VSIN store is a great place to shop for holiday gifts. Hurry, <laughs> this is an extended Cyber Monday offer. And it won't last long. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Back here on the Circa Friday Football Invitational Show with the leader, Doug Kazarian of ESPN. We talked about your college plays. Doug, you're on Toledo minus three. LSU plus 17 and a half. And Purdue plus 17. K-State just missed your card as a small dog. Let's go to the NFL. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, going to be on the field at Soldier Field for this one, and it's uh, Packers-Bears. You're playing over the total of 44-and-a-half. I mean, I'm dreading every NFL pick for the rest of the month, but I, I do like this play. <laughs> we, you know, throw out the game when it was, you know, whoever played last week, Peterman and Simeon, whoever, I don't care. With Fields playing, this offense can be pretty dynamic. It was the coming-out party. was that Monday night game against New England. They finally figured out how to p- call plays that highlight his strengths, uh, Justin Fields' strength. And then after that, they've put up some serious points. Remember, what was it? They're the first team in NFL history to score 29 straight points in three straight games and all and lose all of them. Yep. Their, de- their, de- their defense is putrid as well. And whether it's Rodgers or, frankly, whether it's Jordan Love, I think the offense will let it rip. Now, we know the Packers like to run the ball, but ultimately Rodgers is going to sling it against this Bears defense. It's a low number, so I had to take over 44 and a half. Okay, don't disagree. How about Deshaun Watson? He's going to be playing his first NFL game in 700 days. I don't think he looked very sharp in the preseason, Doug. Uh, obviously, he's coming back against the perfect opponent. The, the Texans' defense is as soft as it gets. Browns-Texans under 47 is what you're going to play here as a best bet. Yeah, Watson didn't look good at all in the preseason, and typically that's against vanilla defenses. The rust is certainly a factor. I talked to an oddsmaker this week, and obviously the Browns were seven-point favorites. I asked him, what would it be if Brissett were still playing? He said six, and he said it's only a one-point drop-off right now. Now, it's a key number between you know two key numbers, but he said the 700 days thing that you just mentioned and the preseason thing you just mentioned, and there's going to be an element of wanting to ease into it, right? You want to build confidence. You're playing the long game here. And Lovey Smith, they were just down 30 to nothing at halftime with Kyle Allen, at quarterback. They threw the, I think he threw the ball 39 times. That's not how Lovey wants to go about things. Shut out back-to-back first halves. I think they're going to want to do something a little differently, keep the game a little bit closer. But just in general, this Houston team is sort of just anemic offensively. That what you need to worry about in a bet like this, because it is a relatively high number by this year's NFL standards, it's just the game getting – away and their pick sixes and things like that but they don't score much they've lost what is it six or seven in a row and they're not they're scoring in the teams so if you can just keep keep cleveland 30 or less you should be okay like i'm mm-hmm. expecting a 23 10 game a 27 13 game 47 seemed really high i was expecting around 43 or 44 
All right. Going to play Browns-Texans under 47. Uh, Doug, quickly, uh, the two plays that just missed your card. You almost played the Broncos and the Dolphins taking points. Uh, why not those two dogs in your final five? Well, it's there's always a path to, to a disarray whenever you make a bet in the NFL. I, obviously, that's the case with every wager, but the NFL is such a tight market, and you always have to kind of forget what you last saw and, and grab some ugly teams sometimes. And that's what the Broncos are. We saw the, the, the defender yelling at Russell Wilson when he left the field, all the infighting on the locker room. And nine and a half is just too many points. Uh, it's, just for, it's just a ridiculous amount of points for a Ravens team that can't seem to hold on to any lead. And it's been a recurring issue there. And Harbaugh knows he has an awesome kicker, so sometimes he can be conservative in the fourth quarter and disregard analytics. So I just felt nine and a half. But it's just a sweat job. I don't think the Broncos can win, so what am I doing just sweating out an NFL game? Again, splitting hairs for the card. I do like the Dolphins play quite a bit. Um, We know about Jimmy G's limitations, and I think Mike McDaniel, more importantly, knows about his limitations, having just coached in San Francisco. And there's a lot of weapons with this Dolphins team. And while the Niners have a strong defense, they've pitched four straight second-half shutouts. That is certainly something – Noteworthy, but this Dolphins offense much different than what they have faced recently, like even like the Chargers a few weeks ago, but most recently the Cardinals who mailed it in in Mexico City on Monday night and even most recently in New Orleans. But that offense was not exactly firing on all cylinders last week against the Saints. Even the Chargers game, they were down 16-10 at half. So this Niners team has a high ceiling, but that defense keeps them in the game, and the offense only clicks for about two and a half quarters. So that's why I like this Miami team, and there's a stat, I believe, any team with a win percentage 700 or higher this late in the season that's getting at least three and a half points. So basically a team with a really good record that's still being dismissed by the market is 15 and four ATS. So uh, I just think three and a half is too many points for a team that I think has the capability to win outright. All right. That's ESPN sports betting analyst, Doug Kazarian at Doug ESPN, the leader in the contest, 36, 22 and two against the spread. Doug, appreciate the time tonight. Good luck this weekend. All right, thanks for having me. Good luck to everyone listening as well. All right, now let's welcome in Mike Palmieri, top 10 in the Circa Millions contest. And uh, one of my favorite things about you, you're a Dairy Queen franchise owner on the East Coast. You're from Buffalo, yes. right? And yes. uh, how, how many Dairy Queen franchises do you own? Well, two. Okay. Yeah. Well, two. I grew up in a town with the Dairy Queen franchise. I was talking to you about that earlier, so I love DQ. Uh, you're in a Circa Sports sweatshirt tonight, by the way. And you've been on v before. Uh, you've been on with Brent Musburger. I've been on with Brent, yeah, yeah. A, a few times in the past. What's the secret? I know that's kind of a joke, but uh, why have you been successful? You think this season you're in the top ten? I think your record's forty nineteen and one, which is a hell of a record against the spread in the NFL. Why has this season gone your way so far? And you know what? I I I've, I've been in the millions uh, uh, for the last uh, three years, but this year for some reason. Things have been clicking. I've, I've been playing. I've been. I've been trying to find value in a line and doing more uh, uh, situational handicapping. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. That's what I do would too. You, would you like an example? Yes. About six six weeks ago, the Patriots played the played the Lions. They were three and a half. Patriots beat them twenty nine nothing. Patriots took a bye. Then they played the Bears, and they were they were uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, eight and a half. And it's just you know, you know things like that. I try to find. I was on the Patriots against the Lions. That was positive. Yeah, I know. I was uh, on the Patriots Thursday night. That was not so positive. You and I uh, both took a loss. You used that as a contest play. Yeah, I hate to use the Thursday night games in the contest. You're sitting there shaking your head. Uh, you were. Uh, I could tell you're ticked off about it. You played the Pats last night. Yeah, and and you know I I well I'm from Buffalo and and I used Buffalo about six weeks ago and they beat me against Pittsburgh. And I promised I would not take him again. And for some reason, I just could not put him down this week. The Patriots just look like like the right side. But they failed me. Well, the Bills were playing their third game away from home in 12 days. They had a few flu bug in the locker room. There were a lot of things. They had injuries, um, you know, illness. There were a lot of things going against them. Man, that Patriots team just so poorly coached. And I've never said that about a Bill Belichick team, but it's I a agree. poorly coached team. I agree. I'm I'm not playing them for the rest of the year. They're on, they're on the shelf with the Bills. I'm ticked off about it with you. All right, let's talk about your other plays uh, this weekend. It looks like I can't read your writing. Pittsburgh. But I, you were on the Steelers against the Falcons, 
and uh, I like that side as well. I like, you know, well, again, all uh, uh, situations. Uh, no, 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 I'm not in Pittsburgh. I'm on, I'm in Atlanta. Pit- all right, so we're on the opposite side. Pittsburgh. I like the Steelers. Yeah, you like no, the Falcons. Yeah, no, Atlanta. Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh played um, Monday night, and when the Monday night team travels, mm-hmm. uh, I usually uh, I, I try to find against them. It's not a great situation for the Steelers. Back-to-back road games off a win on Monday night. You're right about that. So you're going to take you're taking the points. Actually, there's that favorite has flipped. Yeah, uh, one point I took. Yeah, but it's just a minor minor line minor move. You are taking the points with the Texans. Yes, right. Yeah, Cleveland was a Cleveland was a home dog last last week. I, I had Cleveland. Now they're a seven point road favorite, and and I couldn't lay it. Okay, and, and uh, take it. Okay. Also on your card, or go ahead, finish off uh, Vegas. I'm, I'm oh, you taking the Raiders, the, and it looks like the Saints, right? And the Saints. The Saints is another uh, 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 situation where Tampa Bay went into New Orleans early in the season, beat them. Not, now, now when they come back, I, I always play the opposite. Revenge when, game in the division. When the road team wins, yeah, right? The first one, I play the road team in the second. Okay. What do you like about the Raiders against the Chargers? Uh, Chargers won the first yeah, matchup. Yeah, Chargers won the first matchup, but but the Chargers as a, a road a, a road favorite to me they just don't fare well. They were two and a half point road favorites when the week opened. Right now at circa the Raiders are one the point Raiders favorites. Won, yeah. Well, so that's I'm, your card this week. You got the Falcons, the Texans, the Raiders, and the Saints. Yes. I'm 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 hoping for four. You stopped by tonight to try the Brooklyn's best pizza. What did you think? I thought I, I thought that I was telling. I brought my son with me, and I tell you, the pizza was good. The, the crust was good. The sauce was good. Very good. Italian sausage, sausage, pepperoni. It's all good. All right, quick break. We go from Mike Palmieri to Mike Palm. Stay tuned. All right. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, before you make your next bet, visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and bets are moving in every game, you can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. All right, let's welcome in the VP, Mike Palm. Follow him at Mike Palm Circa. Mike, it's uh, great to have you on again uh, this week. I know you're about ready to take the family to Wally World uh, tomorrow, right? You're going to leave on vacation tomorrow morning? Yeah, we're going on vacation uh, to California. Going to go down to Universal Studios. We'll be back Sunday night. And then Tuesday morning, I head to D.C. for the uh, American Gaming Association Board of Directors meetings. And then I'll be back in Vegas Thursday. So a couple short trips here. All right. Well, safe travels, and uh, you always got a busy schedule. I know in the morning you're going to be watching the United States soccer game. Can you break that down for us? Do you have a play on the soccer game in the morning? Yeah, I laid the extra juice to get two and a half, Maddie, under two and a half. You know, for a generation, this U.S. men's national team has been an under ATM, and it's continued throughout the tournament here. Uh, 1-1 draw, nil-nil draw, and then a one nothing victory over Iran. I, I find it hard to believe they're going to score against the Netherlands. But, you know, the only way that, that they can force it is extra time is maybe at nil-nil. Um, you know, you could lay two under two, but I think you risk a tie at 1-1 there. Um, so uh, I think it's also a short price uh, on the Netherlands, but I don't really like to get into betting side. The under, you know, no goal in the first 32 minutes is also an interesting bet. That's hitting in this tournament at 71%, Maddie. no goal in the first third. I say 30 to simplify it, but it's anywhere from 28 to 34, mm-hmm. you know, based on the free flop number. But it's been a very strong angle uh, so far in Qatar. All right, good analysis. I like that. Uh, Mike, I want to show you something here. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to see this yet? Can you see the VSEN bets giving belt? Well, you're the hottest gun in the West, Maddie. I mean, you, you're everything's on a roll for you. You take down the belt. Uh, best new program, Saturday Bet Prep wins the Mitchie. Uh, most trusted advisor, Matt Humans wins the Mitchie. You know, it, it was tough. Uh, I had to strategize my vote there in the finals. Uh, you know, runner-up finish for the fast food rankings. Everything 
you're touching is turning to gold. Congratulations, my friend. It's, it's actually not true. I had the Patriots on Thursday night. That didn't work out so well. But uh, anyway, Mike, I know that you've swept a bunch of Mitchie awards up in the past, and uh, you've got a full trophy case. I just wanted to mention this to you because uh, my producer, Brian Ortega, <clears throat> when I was in Hawaii for the Maui Invitational, I couldn't get through the geofencing on the DraftKings app, so I, I texted him and said, if you put in the plays for me in this contest – I'll send you the plays. You put them in on the app. If I win, I'll give you a $200 gift card to whatever restaurant you want. I didn't think I was going to win the contest, but I win. So now I owe him a $200 gift card. So I ask him, where do you want? Where do you want the gift card from? And he says, he can have anything. He can have berries, any restaurant. And he says, Wingstop, Mike. Wingstop. <laughs> I mean, people like what they like, you know. I, I, I don't know. You probably were better off letting going 12 cents under hoop Peterson or whatever that margin was. <laughs> That's okay. All right, let's get to your plays here. You're uh, back on track. You've been hot. You were cold for a couple of weeks. Now you're hot again. And last week, I believe, 4-1 and one with the best bet winner. And Mike right now, 33-25-2 here playing the Circa Friday Football Invitational uh, point spreads every week. You have 34 total points, 8-4 and four on your best bets. What do you think we're going to see in the morning in the Big 12 championship game? Kansas State and TCU, it's a rematch. Uh, you're not playing a side here. You're playing the total. Yeah, I'm an under player, but I think there's going to be a ton of points there in Jerry World. No weather to worry about. Um, Duggan in this offense has really been rolling here the last, you know, six weeks for TCU. Um, and, and I, I, you know, I'm tempted to play Kansas State, but, you know, remember they led 28 to 10 before the quarterback went out in their regular season meeting. A lot of pressure on TCU here, but I think there's going to be plenty of points, Matty. I think this game is played in the mid to upper 30s. I, I lean Kansas State, but I, 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 you know, the play is on the total. All right, over 61 and a half. And it was 38 28 the first time these teams met. And Kansas State led 28 10, late second quarter. Top two quarterbacks knocked out. And uh, that ten that eighteen point lead turned into a ten point loss, uh, so that's going to be an interesting game in the morning. Mike, I got to ask you too because you follow this stuff. Doug Kazarian and I talked about it, and and a couple segments ago, if TCU loses in the morning, let's say he loses by seven, what do you think the four playoff teams are going to be? Uh, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and TCU. I don't think they put two loss Alabama in. Even with uh, two losses on the last play of the game on the road, I, I just think you know the loss by USC opened the door to TCU still getting in with the loss. I I, I really do, but but who who knows? But I, all those betters that pounded Ohio State, I mean, they had to feel great tonight when Utah rallied to win that game. No question about that. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's go to back to the Big Ten here with uh, the Big Ten championship game. You like a big dog, Purdue Boilermakers getting seventeen against Michigan, and uh, why do you like Purdue here catching all the points? Well, that's your school, so associated with you and your rolling. But, look, I think Harbaugh, that's a big win, and the way they won that game uh, against Ohio State on the road, and it really punched him in the mouth in the second half. I think Harbaugh will play this game much more conservatively. I think Purdue can put up a few points here, but I don't think Harbaugh, I think, you know, in essence, he wants to run the ball. Ohio State put eight in the box, and they couldn't cover. Uh, their secondary wasn't good enough, um, uh, but I don't I don't perceive that he's going to have to throw the ball a lot. I think this is a quick moving game with a lot of running by Michigan, and I think that's a ton of points. Just like seventeen was a ton of points against Illinois, I think it's a ton of points against Purdue as well. Yeah, I think you took the points with Illinois, right? In Ann yes, Arbor, yes, yeah. sir. And yes, sir. Yes, and never really had to sweat it. All right, that was pre Ohio State. This is post Ohio State, and I'm with you here, taking all the points. I think Jeff Brom's going to empty his playbook. Uh, he's playing with house money in this spot in a Big Ten championship game. Now Purdue might be completely outmanned, but I'm with you. I'm taking the points here. Brom's got a great track record as a dog. Let's go to the NFL. You've got three plays here. Uh, start with the Detroit Lions minus one. Yeah, and minus one plus one. The numbers went back and forth here. I think. You know, it's a it, remember the Lions win three in a row and then, boy, they had the last drive rolling in Thanksgiving Day against the Bills as a big dog. And I, I, you know, I think they mismanaged it. They don't go for really, you know, the long pass on third and one. I thought they had that game to win. Jacksonville played a great fourth quarter, but it was sort of fool's gold, I think, in that 
You know, Baltimore gave up several big plays, third and long, fourth and long. They dropped touchdown passes in the first half. I'm not convinced just off that one win that Jacksonville's a lot better than we thought. I think the Lions at home are the better team here. I'd have made this game closer to a field goal, so we'll take the line. You know, you talk to the uh, guys behind the book at Circa here every week. Are they, uh, have they seen sharp plays? Would you say it's sharper money is on the, the Lions in the spot or not? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I talked I talk to Jeff Benson uh, about this game as well this week, and, and the sharper play is on the Lions. Yeah, that play makes sense to me, too. I really didn't understand what was going on with the Jaguars there this week. Uh, anyway, let's go to Monday night. You're taking three and a half with the Saints at Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay didn't look very good in, in Cleveland. This is still the team that lost to Carolina, lost to Pittsburgh. New Orleans just got embarrassed in, in the sense of you don't score. I mean, getting shut out in the modern NFL, uh, they're better than that. And this look, they've always given Brady trouble. Uh, uh, Tampa, um, New Orleans has. So I thought this getting more than a field goal was worth it with the hook on Monday night. Okay, and the best bet for Mike Palm, again, your best bet record in this uh, contest, outstanding at 8-4. and four. And uh, Chris the Bear Felica has the best, yeah. best bet record right now at 9-3. and three. And the Bear, by the way, going from ESPN to Fox here at the end of the month. Uh, how about yeah. the – go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up with the best that Fox has to offer here. He's still one <laughs> game ahead of me in the best bet. But uh, well, good, for, good, for, good for Bear. I'm happy for him. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know he's excited about it too. And uh, also, I told him congratulations, man. Twenty-seven years at ESPN—that's quite an accomplishment. Uh, what he's done there, his rise. How about your best bet? You're going to take three with the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jets in three. Um, I think this defense will give Cousins trouble. Uh, we saw what Dallas could do pressuring Cousins. You know, Mike White. Uh, this is familiar for him playing in Minnesota as he coached at Illinois in the 1980s. So this is a, uh, not not new surroundings for him. But yeah, Salah said something very poignant about Mike White. He makes the simple simple, uh, which the, the kid Wilson couldn't do. I think he's just competent enough. I think this is a field goal game, and if it's a push, it's a push. But I really think the Jets have an upset chance here in Minneapolis. Are you in that uh, group of people who think the Vikings are somewhat fraudulent too? Well, I mean, they've got for the the record, they have the worst winning margin of any team that's had this record in history. So, yeah. I mean, think about that. The, the Commanders really had them beat Washington as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I like the Jets side as well. All right, the VP of Operations at Circa at Mike Palm Circa on Twitter. Mike, uh, have a good trip this weekend, man. Thanks. Thanks. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, that's it. Mike Palm and Mike Palmieri we had here along with Doug Kazarian. We're going to wrap up the hour with uh, my best bets and then Jeff Whitelaw on deck tonight with the final hour of the Circuit Friday Football Invitation. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, soccer fans, lace them up with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the World Cup. Uh, now in full swing, it's a perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Go to betrivers.com or download the app today to get in on all the action. Betrivers.com to find the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And uh, our friend Jimmy Ott does a great job with the podcast at Bet Rivers every week. We've been doing college football podcasts. All season, and uh, pretty soon we're going to probably start college hoops and uh, more NBA. All right, so I want to get to my best bets tonight, and I want to thank all the guests on the show. We've had a loaded show. Derek Stevens in his cowboy hat to kick off the show tonight. Al Scaliot of Brooklyn's Best. Brian Edwards, Vegas Insider. He's on the fence. He's uh, in last place in 12th position going into uh, week 13 here, and uh, two points behind. Edwards is going to be feeling the heat here, trying to make the cut. Uh, this week. Brian Edwards joined us tonight and also Doug Kazarian of ESPN, the leader of the Friday Football Invitational, followed by Mike Palmieri, who is uh, in the top 10 in the Circuit Millions contest, and Mike Palm, who is uh, hot again in this contest after a couple of off weeks. Let's get to uh, my best bets, and um, I'm going to start with the NFL. I've got two in the NFL. I don't love the NFL card again this week. Uh, I, I put in my five contest plays here in the Circa Millions. Fortunately, did not use the Patriots on Thursday night, so I uh, still got a shot here in the Westgate Super Contest. Right now I'm 35-23-2, so I need to finish strong here to get in the money and uh, have a shot, but that's not bad. A couple games worse than that in the Circa Millions. Uh, for this contest tonight, I'm going to play the Steelers as a pick em. I played... I was on the Steelers for a few weeks, and they paid me off, and I, I bet against Pittsburgh on Monday night with the Colts and paid for it. And I like Mike Tomlin on the road. I prefer he be a dog in this matchup, but again, we're not crossing a key number. The Steelers did open the week as dogs. I don't like this Falcons team. And now you got Kyle Pitts injured and uh, out for the season, the tight end, who's uh, an important part of that offense, even though he's a little bit underused. I like the way the Steelers' defense is playing. I have more faith in the Pittsburgh defense right now. And actually, Kenny Pickett, who I've been uh, critical of this season, if you look at the uh, numbers, they're not too impressive. And if you just watch Kenny Pickett in general, I think um, he doesn't strike you as a guy with superstar type of potential. Uh, I'm not sure he should have been drafted in the first round, but I can say this. I thought he played his best game Monday night against the Colts on the road. He didn't make mistakes. He made smart throws. And uh, that's part of what you got to do here to uh, win games in the NFL. And that's not make the mistakes to lose games. And Kenny Pickett had been making mistakes. He didn't do that Monday night. I thought he played uh, much better. And he played winning football at the quarterback position. And I kind of like the Steelers here, even though it's a negative situation on back-to-back road games. uh, I'm not afraid to fade the Falcons. So the Steelers are going to be one play for me in this contest. It's Pickham. That's the line at Circa this morning. So we got Steelers pick him, and I'm playing the Titans plus four and a half. One thing about the Philadelphia Eagles, a weakness is that run defense. Right now allowing 120.7 yards per game on the ground. We saw the Packers have some success move the ball against the Eagles. I think we're going to see the same thing with the Titans and Derrick Henry. I also like the Titans. They, they run a string of 7-1 and one straight up and 8-0 and against the spread. That string was stopped last week in a loss to the Bengals. Uh, I kind of expect the Titans to bounce back here. This is one of those tricky spots for the Eagles down the stretch. They have not wrapped up the NFC East yet. And they've been a little bit shaky here the past three weeks. Lucky to escape Indianapolis with a win a couple of weeks ago. I think the Titans are going to be in this. 
uh, to the finish line. And uh, I like taking the four and a half with Tennessee. I think Derrick Henry and that Titans offense, as long as we don't get mistakes out of Ryan Tannehill, I think we're going to have the Titans in this game with a shot to win it. Uh, Derrick Henry's going to move the ball against his Philly defense. And uh, I like the Titans here catching four and a half. There were a few other NFL sides that uh, came close to playing here. Uh, but we'll talk about those tomorrow night. Tune in to the Sunday Bet Prep Show. Scott Spreicher is my co-host. And we have three hours of NFL betting talk. we got a loaded guest list tomorrow night. Paul Bovey, professional sports better. Uh, also got Will Hill from VSIN. Uh, Dave Tooley, the dogger pass player from VSIN. And also uh, Scott Kellen, who's an NFL handicapper, who's had a few hot weeks. That's going to be tonight, tomorrow night, uh, Saturday night on the, the Bet Prep Show. Three hours of NFL betting talk. All right, my first two plays here for the contest, Steelers pick and Titans plus four and a half. Now let's go to college football. And the one play that just missed my card here is um, Kansas State. I am on this game. I did bet it. I took K-State plus uh, two and a half. Played a little bit on the money line with K-State here as well. Uh, in the first meeting in Fort Worth, that game was on October 22nd. I took five with Kansas State. Led 28-10 to 10 late second quarter. Top two quarterbacks, Adrian Martinez, Will Howard, go out with injuries. Third stringer comes in, throws a pick on his first pass, and everything unravels on the Wildcats. I like Chris Kleiman a lot as a head coach. I did play K-State's win total over this season, too. Over six and a half turned out to be a pretty easy bet. K-State 9-3 and three, rolling into the Big 12 championship game. Uh, and Deuce Vaughn, one of the top running backs in the country, 5.3 per carry here. I think all the pressure's on the Horned Frogs. I know a lot of people are saying if TCU loses, it's still in the playoff. I'm not so sure about that. And unless it's a, a three-point loss, I think uh, the Horned Frogs are going to be nervous on Sunday morning. And a big part of that is that Alabama lost two games. Yeah, Bama doesn't have a bunch of great wins on the resume. I understand that. I think Ohio State's been overrated all season. But there's more that goes into it. Uh, there's, there's TV ratings. There's, uh, there are people who want to see uh, the big brand names, Ohio State and Alabama in it, to uh, draw more money, uh, put more money in everybody's pockets. The TCU is not going to bring out – you have to be somewhat of a consp conspiracy theorist with this stuff. If you go back to 2014, TCU was off, I think, a 55-3 to win and got jumped and bumped out of the playoffs. If, if the Horned Frogs lose on Saturday, I think they got to be nervous, and uh, the pressure is going to be on them uh, in this Big 12 championship game. Plus, K-State's playing at a high level right now. Should have won the first matchup. And I like K-State, but at the number of two and a half, or one, it was actually two this morning, I decided to leave it off the card, even though I like it quite a bit. Uh, I went ahead and played LSU plus 17 and a half, North Carolina plus seven and a half, and Purdue plus 17 as my best bet, and I'll tell you what I like about LSU. I, I think last week when uh, the Tigers lost that game at Texas A&M, 38-23. You draw a line through that and ignore it because I really feel like, I think it's pretty obvious, LSU players were looking ahead to the SEC championship game and not focused on Texas A&M. Hey, and Brian Kelly's first year, he's done a hell of a job. LSU's overachieved to win nine games to get to this point. Kelly does a great job with quarterbacks. He's developed Jaden Daniels who's a dynamic playmaker. The defense is solid. Actually, if you go back to the Bama game, the LSU defense held the Tide out of the end zone for the first three quarters of that game on November 5th. That's pretty impressive uh, to hold Alabama without a TD for three quarters. Now, Daniels was hobbled by an ankle injury last week in College Station, but he's good to go. He's practiced this week. Brian Kelly said he's going to be fine. I really think coaches like Brian Kelly and Jeff Brom, like I said, it's not accurate to say they've got nothing to lose because when you're in a high-stakes game like this, when you can win a conference championship, of course you have something to lose. But you are playing with house money to get in this position. And Brian Kelly's first year in the SEC title game. And Jeff Brom getting Purdue to the uh, Big Ten title game where you know Purdue has a shot to win the Big Ten in football about once every 20 years. So those, those two coaches are playing with house money. I think they're going to empty the playbook. And uh, you're going to see coaches that are aggressive and um, – I like that when you're talking about a 17-and-a-half-point dog. I actually grabbed 18 with LSU this week, but 17-and-a-half just is good. I think Stetson Bennett uh, right now has uh, cooled off a little bit. He's got 16 TD passes for the season for the top-ranked Bulldogs. Set 16 TD passes in 12 games. 
Georgia's been a little bit shaky in its recent games against Georgia Tech and Kentucky. Talking about that Purdue-Michigan game, uh, I thought the uh, Wolverines was completely overpowered. Uh, Ohio State ran for 252 yards. Donovan Edwards, uh, 216. So even without star running back Blake Corum, I think um, Wolverines going to have a lot of success on the ground. They're stronger up front than Purdue. But over the course of uh, four quarters, I do think Purdue's offense is going to open things up here. And uh, Jeff Brom's going to take chances. And also, like Mike Palm mentioned, the week prior to playing the Buckeyes, Wolverines were lucky to escape against Illinois, 19-17. The week after playing the Buckeyes, which is like the Super Bowl, you could have a little bit of a letdown here. Purdue's got the history. The Boilermakers pull upsets. Jeff Brom's team plays to the level of competition. It's a lot of points here, and you got a 24-year-old, 60-year starting quarterback in Aiden O'Connell uh, who's, who's played in big games and I think it's going to be inspired for this one in Indianapolis. So uh, I played LSU plus 17 and a half, Purdue plus 17, and North Carolina uh, plus 7 and a half. That's the contest line. Keep an eye on Drake May. Huge quarterback advantage for the Tar Heels in this game. Drake May, 35 TD passes, five picks. His hometown is Charlotte, where the ACC championship game is. And this Clemson team has been fading fast. So Carolina plus the points as well. Jeff Whitelaw on deck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.